hey. Are you in sales and you want to know how to smash that glass ceiling? Do you want to make more money than you ever thought was possible? You're in the right place. My name's Sandra Carter. I've been in commercial real estate for over two decades and I know how to sell. I'm going to teach you the habits, the formulas, the tips, the tricks, and the tools that you will need to be a superstar salesperson in whatever field you're in. So sit back, relax, tune in and listen to my podcast, Million Dollar Agent, and let's smash some glass ceilings together. This episode is brought to you by M2 Moringa. Hey, hey, Million Dollar Agents, it's Sandra again, and welcome to episode 27. Now, I had to look that up. I wasn't actually sure what number we're up to because it's been a couple of weeks, and I do apologize to my listeners for taking so long to do this. And it's mainly because we're at the end of the year, everything's a bit crazy. I've had a project that's just finished up. The builders handed the keys back to the developer yesterday. So, all sold out before Christmas. So that's a great way to end the year for me. I'm very, very excited and very happy about that. But it is time consuming and um, I don't just podcast. I actually have a real job as well as. So what I'm doing is something a bit different this time. I'm actually recording this podcast on video as well as uh, on my garage band at the same time. And I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I'm going to give it a crack. And then I'm going to load this up to YouTube. So uh yeah, hopefully the sound is picking up on both of them. So we'll just see. But no, anyway, you can watch it. And I'm going to try my very, very best to record the whole thing live with all the floors, with my dogs coming in and out. My kids aren't here. They're actually at the movie world today. So I have a window of opportunity where it should be fairly quiet. The gardener's not here. The kids aren't here. The dogs are outside. So let's see how this goes. Anyway. This episode, we're going to talk about being a people pleaser. Now, what's a people pleaser? They might sound like a good guy. They might sound like the person you want to be, you want to know. And if you are one yourself, uh, you really need to take a lot of notes in this episode because I want you to stop doing that. Particularly if you're in sales now, it's not a good thing to do. Now, let me tell you why. The people pleaser is a liar and a manipulator. Now, I can say these things because I've been there. I've done these things where I've tried to please everybody and I've told people what they want to hear just so they like me, first of all. And secondly, because, you know, you do want to, you do want to say yes to everybody. It's, you know, you don't want to uh, disappoint anybody, particularly in sales. You want to be the person that's solving everyone's problems. Anyway, um, it's a dangerous thing to do because you can't possibly please everybody. And people pleasers, they get into the pattern of wanting to do that. They want that validation and that gratification from their clients or people in their lives by uh, not saying no and, and telling people what they want to hear. But ultimately, as a people pleaser, you're a liar and you're a manipulator. So don't do it because... It makes your life very, very hard, particularly down the track, mainly because you can't undo something. Well, it's harder to undo something you've done rather than not do it at all. So if you make a promise and you tell somebody something's going to happen and you get right down the track and you keep lying and keep telling them, yeah, 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 and then you can't deliver, then the blow up at the end is so much worse. So couple of stories. I have a client who is a yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So this person, and I cannot possibly tell you who they are, but for the last probably five years, I've dealt with this client and whenever I've spoken to them and asked them how things are going with a particular project, I'm getting the, yes, 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 it's happening. It's all happening. We're going to do it. We're going to build it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So I've, they've told me what I want to hear, right? They've told me this thing's happening and I've gone along and I've been telling the tenants and the project manager and everyone else that's involved in the project what they want to hear which is what I've been told and it's wrong because the person that's telling me you know they're only they haven't been honest it's not happening you know we're we're still another year down the track with this particular project and yeah you know I've just worked out that the person I'm dealing with is a people pleaser and hasn't been completely honest with me or honest with me. And the biggest fallout now is I've got other people that have relied on what I've been saying. So if you, you need to get really good at telling the difference between a people pleaser and a person that's actually telling the truth, because the ramifications are so much bigger than you, particularly if you're feeding this information across to someone else. So that's number one, get good at picking it up. Um, and don't be one yourself. So don't be that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell people the truth. If it's not going to happen, you have to just say, look, and I actually had to do this with one of the tenants from this particular project. I had to say, I'm so sorry. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. We can't make it work because, you know, build costs were too high. There was no there's no fat in it at the end of the day. So the, when, once the, the project would have been finished, the, the, the developer's basically doing it at a, a loss. So no, they can't do it. Anyway, let me have a sip of my coffee. Naughty. It's decaf. Forgive me. Anyway, so what you have to do is you have to kind of uh, be very mindful when you're dealing with someone, when they're asking you for something, they're asking you a question. You never lie about anything. We've spoken about this before. You've got to be honest. You've got to have integrity. You don't want to please everybody. I mean, you don't not please people because when you can, you do. You do it. But if you can't and you're just telling them what they want to hear, you know, and it's actually a form of manipulation because, you know, you want them to like you and you want them to, you want to be the go-to guy, the go-to girl. So you're telling them things that aren't true. And the, and the big picture is it's all going to fall in a big heap. Like seriously, it's not going to end well. So don't do that. So what's the, what's the bad side of dealing with someone who's a people pleaser? You begin to not trust them. And sometimes it takes a long time because, you know, it's nice dealing with someone who tells you what you want to hear. And, you know, it, it's the fastest way to lose trust. Now, if I, someone always says to me, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. My dukes are up now because I've, because I'm seasoned at it. I've gone around the block a hundred times. I've seen this all before. And when someone's telling me something consistently and I'm not seeing the results, I start to not trust them. And so when the next people pleaser comes along, I find I'm doing the same thing. I'm really, uh, trying to gauge if this person is being honest, if they're, you know, and it does, it makes you a little less susceptible to the guys that are going to lie to you because you've got your radar up and you really need to. Now, I live on the Gold Coast. Now, that's, they say the Gold Coast is a sunny place for shady people. Now, there's a lot of really good people on the Gold Coast, but 
There are also a lot of $1,000 millionaires out there and they're the people you need to watch because they're going to tell you what they want you to hear. They're the people pleasers. And they, you know, there's images to keep up and there's this and there's that. They're doing these things to try and have this gold. Everything that glitters is not always gold. So they're trying to have this lifestyle. And, you know, you really need to sift out who's being honest to you and who's who's not. But there's things you can do to stop yourself becoming a people pleaser. Like that's really an important thing to, to know how to do. And you know, you don't, and you want, obviously in sales, you want to be the good guy. You want to be the guy to go to again, but what, what, how can you make sure you're not tell the truth? Okay. So if somebody asks you something about, let's use commercial property for an example. If somebody asks you about a property and they say things like, has it got council approval for something? And you don't know the answer. You tell them you don't know the answer. You don't say, yeah, I'm sure it has and I'm pretty sure it has. If you clearly not do not know, you don't make it up and you don't say yes and you don't say it does. You tell them that you don't know and you'll find out. And if you know it definitely doesn't, then you definitely don't tell them it does. So you don't tell somebody something to get the deal done. You don't tell somebody a mistruth because you're desperate. You don't want to have commission breath when you're doing a deal in the first place. But if you haven't done a deal for a while and hopefully you listen to my podcast and that's not happening to you because you've got all these plates spinning, remember the plates people, and then you won't have to feel, you know, desperate enough to try and trick somebody into a deal because the next guy that comes along is going to be the right buyer or the right tenant for that property. So you don't need to tell this guy. If it's the last few question and you know, no way are you going to be able to use your business here. could be a gym. There could be two car parks. It's not going to work. The body corporate's going to have a fit when you put that gym into that unit that has two car parks because they, when their clients turn up, they're going to gobble up the rest of the car parks. So don't do that. So the answer is no, this property is not for you. That is the right thing to do. You're not pleasing that person. You will in the long run though because they'll, they'll believe you, they'll trust you when you find the property that's actually right for them and it works for them and they can go in and the approvals are in place and you've, it makes it easy because you said no to them the first time. So there's actually a lot of benefit and leverage of actually not being a people pleaser because if you lay it out on the line and you tell them the truth, they're going to trust you and that's what it comes down to. So say no when the answer is no, say no. Can you do this? No. I'm sorry. And and you should be qualifying these people on the phone, whatever industry you're in. Qualify, qualify, qualify. There's a bit of a pop-up. Sorry, I thought I'd turn the sound off. But you must uh, save yourself some time by qualifying. So if someone rings up and they say the, the use of their business, you know the property is not going to match up. Or they're buying a product from you. And, you know, I use the old analogy about the buying a vacuum cleaner when you've got border collies like I do. Does it pick up the hair? Does it make coffee? Does it do all those things that I want it to do? No, it doesn't. It's the wrong machine. So be honest and say no. You get good at saying no because no, lots and lots of no's. And this is something I heard, and I think I've repeated this in my podcast before. Enjoy the no's because the more no's you're hearing and you're saying is taking you closer to the yeses. So if you're doing trying to sell something and you and you know you're getting rejected, no, no, no. The next chance, the next time, there's a good chance that it's, it's going to be yes. So 
get used to the no's. Enjoy them because it's taking you closer to the yes. Admit you can't do something. If someone asks you to do something, and this isn't just in business, when somebody asks you to do something and help them or do something for them and you know you can't, you've double committed yourself, you can't get there, you're working out in your mind how are you going to make it work, just say you can't. I'm sorry, you can't. Nobody's going to stop loving you because you said you can't once or twice. You know, if you're genuine about it and you've got a good reason for it, just don't. Don't say you can do something when you can't. Please don't please people. Please you because then you're more reliable for them next time, you know, and you kind of owe them a favor anyway. But you just, yeah, I mean, um, it's not about being nasty. It's more to do with being honest with yourself and stop because what you will start to resent people and start to regret not saying no to people and it will, it, you become bitter and you become twisted and you it eats away at you. So I've learned a couple of lessons this year. One of them was to stand up for myself more than I did. I'm going to tell you a story, but it's a little bit fresh, so I, I'm hoping that my the people involved aren't listening to my podcast. I don't know. Maybe they are. But um, there was a project I'm working on and there was another agent involved and uh, when we signed the forms up about how the commission split, it was the second time around and the first time it was who sells the property gets the, all of the commission and the second time around it was we split the commission in half regardless of who sells the property. And I didn't want to do it and I was railroaded into it. And long story short, I've been shortchanged somewhat and i kicking myself because I didn't stand up for myself and I should have. And now... At the end of the process, it's a very, very expensive lesson because I should have put on my big girl pants and even though there was kind of three against one and, you know, and it was a a little bit of a boys club, I should have stood up for myself and I should have said, no, I don't want to do it this way because, you know, at the time you're barreling down towards a year and a half of work and you're not really thinking about the end. You're thinking about getting the job done. And being grateful for being involved in the first place. And that's really the mindset I had. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of agents without any stock. This is a great opportunity. Be grateful, be humble, shut up, Sandra. Don't stand up for yourself. And I will never do it again. So, yeah, stand up for yourself. When you, when someone's asking you to do something that's unreasonable, but you don't like it, don't sit back to please them. Stand up for your rights. Stand up for yourself. And I'll never do that again. And I should know. I've been doing this a while. And I should have realized that, you know, it was going to end like this. But but I didn't didn't do what I needed to do. So that's it. And you've got to walk away from a bad deal too. If they pressured me and said it had to be that way, then, you know, I wouldn't have had a choice. But I should have at least gone out with a fight. But if there's a bad deal and it feels wrong, but you're trying to get it across the line because one of the parties wants you to, but you know it could be, I've used this story before where I've had a gym wanting to go in and the owner said yes and the body corporate said no and I let them have access and they took liberties and painted it and moved in before any of the bonds or anything were paid and 
you know, the owner was fine with them moving in, but they'd done the wrong thing because they'd gone in early and then the body corporate came in and we had to kind of undo it all. So, you know, what should have happened is we should have walked away from the deal and probably not the right example to use. But if there's something going wrong and you can smell it, walk away. Walk away because later on you have to undo it all and it's so much more work and it's so much harder. So, you know, people will respect you for that. I definitely believe that. I think, you know, someone who's got integrity and honesty, you know, honesty, being honest doesn't always involve saying yes all the time. And being honest is about the truth and the truth hurts. And, you know, if, um, and if you, sometimes you have to deceive a lot of people to keep everybody happy. Just think about that. Think about the, number of things you have to do to keep a lie going for instance if you told one one story about what's going to happen and then you have to explain why it hasn't happened that means you've got to tell another story about why it hasn't happened and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it's the snowball effect which is uh, a podcast for another day the snowball effect you should be using the snowball effect in your business for for good not evil so for building your business not for telling stories because you want to keep everyone happy. Don't do that. And yeah, that's pretty much it for this podcast. I mean, this has been good because I've kind of let it run through a couple of little glitches that I had to fix, but um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And this is a little different because I'm not interviewing anybody and I'm recording it. Normally there'd be someone else beside me or the last time I did a recording, we're in a studio and that was a lot different. We're in my very warm office today. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that you're listening. I really am. And I'd love you to leave me some feedback. Uh, if you're interested in getting commercial real estate, my course is ready at the end of the year. It was ready to go, but I've actually used another platform to put the course on. So I've had to change it a little bit. Um, I'm building a new website. So the web, the course was on one website and that's all being dismantled now. So, um, yeah, a little bit more time, but it's, it's, good. It's a lot of video content. I'm way better at talking to the video than writing down pages and pages of data. And I don't think people want to learn that way anyway. I think people want to watch and listen and learn and um, hear the stories about experiences and, you know, make it relevant to life. So if you want to know more information about that, you can email me on sandra at milliondollaragent.info and yeah and just get in touch i'll put the email address in the show notes below for this particular podcast and yeah i would really love to hear from you particularly if you are thinking about getting into commercial commercial is great it's a good time for commercial property you know it's not all doom and gloom interest rates may be up but the buyers are still out there in fact there's more buyers than tenants still even though the media's been saying interest rates are up media's been saying it's been you know we're going into recession, yada, yada, um, not seeing it on the street. So take care. Thank you for listening. My name is Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial agent. You can find me on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. Keep selling hard and don't be a people pleaser. Never do that. Please yourself and smash that glass ceiling.
told you about M2 Moringa. I've told you what it does. You need to go and look at the website and have a look at the reviews. The Moringa leaf, the miracle tree, it just does everything. I've seriously replaced all of my pills. So get onto the website. That's www.m2moringa.com.au. I'm going to put that in the show notes below. Till next time. This is power.